You spoke and we listened. You requested a million times for us to shoot a vodcast and so we did. Yes. Go to Instagram and look for username Bananaki Podcast to watch it. Well, what are you waiting for? Go! Now na! Everyone, welcome back. We are back after being away, back. away for so long because we have been busy with traveling and all that. And you know that is our topic for today. Actually, you know one of our travel experiences. So I apologize for the weird audio on my side because right now it's typhoon signal number eight. That's why you can hear some of the raindrops. And also, I have a terrible voice because I currently have cough and colds. We have an Instagram message from our listener Jessica, who said, "Miss D, do you have a podcast episode about go-to places in Hong Kong?" So I thought, you know, we can tackle it because Ray and I finally had our first reunion after we had this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and that is, you know, Ray and his wife Monica came here. All right. So I suppose we could just talk through, similar to what we have done for our Philippines episode about what people should do when they arrive in the Philippines. So now, when you're going to Hong Kong, what what do you expect, or what are our tips about coming here? Mm-hmm. So I guess first is when you land at the airport, like the first thing is,、uh, how do you get into the city? I think I would recommend Hong Kong Express. So it's、uh, yes. the, the train, the MTR. It is fast. I think it's twenty five minutes into the city. It's convenient. So if No, if there's a traffic or something, you you wouldn't experience that. Not that there's a lot of traffic in Hong Kong necessarily, but there have been cases where there was an accident or something, and then you know, so it's better to take the train. And then also you can get a discount through Kluk. So I don't know, I pronounce it as Kluk, but here in Hong Kong people pronounce it as Kluk. So I don't know、okay. why it's like that, but you you can use the app to get a discount. According to Ray, it's not really a big discount, but if you're really into discounts, you could go and check that out.、Mm. And what I've noticed is very very convenient because you didn't have to pay anything entering the airport express. You can actually just pay upon exit at your destination. Oh yeah, that's station, true. Which was which was really unique. And then maybe a tip would be to download the Octopus app、mm. for foreigners, where you can preload a certain amount in Hong Kong dollars, and you can use that to a lot of places, including payment for your travels, like a train, tram, anything. Yeah, bus、uh, as well. Octopus app, and also you can、yeah. use it to buy food or not just food, like go shopping and whatever. But didn't you encounter a problem with topping up?、Uh, how did that get resolved? Yes, we did. <laughs> just make sure that you. Give a call to your credit card and let them know that you're traveling to Hong Kong because if you don't, they will suspect that your transaction is suspicious and they will preemptively block、mm. any additional fund transfers、uh, to to、uh, from your credit card. Okay.、So、maybe there's an option for your credit card company to let them know that you're traveling so that you can pre-screen some of the transactions. So how about the hotel? Maybe. Hotels, yeah. For for me, I'm a lifelong member of Hotels.com, and the reason for that is there's a lot of discounts that you would get. For example, the tenth stay,、uh, the tenth night of your stay is actually free 
for hotels.com. Ooh, okay. Mm, so there, that's there's something that you can look forward to. So you, you the more you stay, the more free nights you will get from hotels.com. Aside from that, the more you book through them, the higher your membership benefits will also become. Like myself, because I've been using hotels.com for so long, I am now a VIP. Wow. <laughs> In, in hotels.com and what that means is for some of the locations some of the hotels they will actually give you a little extra benefits for example we arrived at the hotel early in the morning maybe 7 a.m and the check-in time which i which really annoys me mm. right? for most of the hotels their check-in time is maybe 2 3 p.m in the afternoon yep so if you arrive at the airport and your check-in is like 3 p.m there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. you can just check in you just show your passport but then you can't actually enter the room yeah right (laughs) but because i was a vip at hotels.com they were able to accommodate us and in fact they said sorry that oh sorry the room that we've assigned to you is not yet ready are you okay with staying in a room that has two queen beds so (laughs) we booked for only one queen bed and you're giving us two Yes, please. <laughs> so they allowed us early check-in with a better room. Mm, that's amazing. Like double the benefits. Okay. And because we have an extra queen bed, we actually offered the, <laughs> to stay for with us, right? Yes. For, for one night. We mm. did, and I did, yeah. I mean, normally, we, we Filipinos would like to stay at each other's house. Just want to say, but mm. unfortunately, I live in a very tiny apartment because as everyone knows, mm. probably Hong Kong is notorious for having very mm. small spaces, right? So that's why they had yes. to stay in a hotel. Otherwise, if you know, I had a bigger apartment, they could have stayed with me. Instead, I stayed with them, mm. which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a nice hotel, right? And we had fun. It was. Yeah. Um, being mm. flatmates again or whatever for one night. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, the, the way I select hotels is I sort according to first the stars. So mm. meaning more premium. But then as I go down, I will look for the cheapest. <laughs> Uh, bang for the buck okay. uh, hotel and that's where I found this uh, so what was the name of the hotel maybe they wanna book it that I cannot <laughs> let me log into my hotels.com Dorset I think really it was Dorset right Dorset yes yeah right. it was Dorset so I think it's a four star hotel am I right yes and we got that for cheap because as I said I always look for the best value for money mm. hotel and it was a four star and then a relatively cheap price and it comes with breakfast as well so it's like you know what i'm gonna get it that's awesome yeah mm. it was mm. uh in one chai because i live in one chai so just thought it would be good to be in the same area but actually um so there uh, i was looking for where best to stay in hong kong and according to google the best area to stay in hong kong depends on your preferences central and chim sha chui are popular for their proximity to major attractions shopping, and dining options. Causeway Bay is great for shopping enthusiasts, while Wan Chai and Wong Kok have a more local vibe. So it was good, right? They stayed in Wan Chai, uh, so it has a more local vibe. And you felt that, right? Yes. Like, And one other place. benefit of being in Wan Chai is that hotel is very near. Jollibee. <laughs> that was one of the criteria as well. It's like we, we triangulated um, this place and then Jollibee and then look for the closest best hotel. And that's why. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So after yeah. checking in, um, our first meetup was at Jollibee, right? 
Did we meet? No, I, no. I picked you up at your hotel. You walked towards <laughs> the right? hotel, which was a bloody mistake. <laughs> it was very, it was a very long walk for some reason from yes. my place. And then um, I'm not the fastest walker, I suppose, as well. And they were like, where is she? She said she would come here and... I still hadn't arrived. And then eventually arrived. And the problem again with Hong Kong is it there's a lot of peaks and valleys. Like there's a yes. lot of yeah. So there's a lot of walking up. Some clients and so yes. yes. So like it can get kinda tiring. Anyway, so after I picked them up at their hotel. Um oh yeah, and I had a surprise, right? The t shirts. Oh yes, the banana cute t shirt. <laughs> oh my god, that was so nice. <laughs> And we wore those t-shirts Yes, on um, that throughout the day, yes. throughout our first day. Yep. And then after changing into our banana cute t-shirts, we went to Jollibee using a tram. And then Ray's wife, Monica, decided to record our, when we were ordering a Jollibee, so why don't I play that for you? Uh, can I get a chicken joy breakfast spicy. meal? A spicy, please. A spicy? Great. Uh, do you it's have... Nice. Uh, yeah, with rice. Okay, uh, do you have coffee? Coffee, yeah. Okay. There was us paying via octopus, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's why it's convenient to have octopus, because if some places like Jollibee, right, they only accept cash or octopus. They don't accept mm. credit card. And also, the problem with you traveling to another country is returning back with a lot of loose coins and small bills, right? Yeah. It's quite inconvenient to change them back to your original currency. The good thing about octopus is. Whatever amount of money in Hong Kong dollars you don't spend, they will refund it to you. Mm, that's mm. true. You can apply for a refund. So it's very, very convenient. So again, you heard Ray loves spaghetti so much that <laughs> <laughs> he ordered a separate a la carte, right? And luckily, they mm-hmm. already had it even for breakfast. Yes, for some Jollibee, yeah, as I remember, they don't serve jelly spaghetti in the morning in the Philippines, right? So usually just breakfast sets like longaniza, corned beef. Yes. But this one also had like chicken. I'm not sure about the Philippines if they have chicken for breakfast, but they mm. also already had chicken. And then we actually also have a recording of, I think right before we got our order in, uh, we received our order. Let me play it. Okay, we are here at Jollibee. Jollibee one chai. One Chai. Um, Hong Kong. What's the last name of One Chai? What do you mean? What's the last name? Of? From Meteor Garden. <laughs> Sunshine. <Yeah. laughs> Jollibee One Chai. I forgot her last name. Mm. Yeah, also. Maybe one. I think it's Sunshine something, mm. but we don't remember. I remember Dao Ming Se. Mm. Dao was his surname, but. Ah, so Sun. 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 
But it relates to Singapore. Yeah, two syllables for yeah. the name. Like Dao Ming Se, right? So I don't remember what was sunshine. Mm. Your first impression of Hong Kong, if you were to sum it up in a song, in a song, <laughs> what song would that be? Like some of the iconic places have okay, their own songs, yeah. right? Like Empire State of Mind, New York. I don't know. Mm. Well, you've been here for just a few hours and haven't really mm. gone anywhere. That's true. But first impressions. First impression. Mm. I think you put your wife on the spot. <laughs> Mm-mm. And I think she never got around to answering it. But what is your answer then to your own question? I still haven't figured out an answer to that question. Hong Kong, concrete jungle. <laughs> I just realized the, uh. that the t-shirts that we have, Ooh. the name is Banana QC. <laughs> That's true. Right? It's a t-shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually do have some cuties who are asking about it. Like, could they buy it? But I don't know how to. We will figure out how to mass produce that. Is there a way like mm. that they could order it or whatever? But maybe let us know if you are interested in a thief. We, we need to know, first of all, if mm. there are even a lot of people interested. Because so far, there are just two. So I don't know. Maybe I just think that. <laughs> <laughs> mass-produced t-shirt for two. Mm. No, no really. to mass-produce. Or maybe we could, uh, I don't know, do a giveaway. Or But let's see. If you are interested in a, mm. in a t-shirt, let us know. No, not just a t-shirt, D. It's a banana QT. Yeah, a banana QT. If you're interested in a, in a banana QT, <laughs> let us know by messaging us on Instagram or Facebook or emailing us. Yes. And then we will know if there is a demand before we yes. go into so much... You know, detail, right? Be an official cutie by wearing the banana cutie. Yes, exactly. Okay, so back to Jollibee. You had some mm. comments on the chicken, right? That we were not able to record, right? Yes. You said it was different. It was different. So the breakfast chicken was a little bit, I don't know, on the darker side. It's more mm. overcooked. <laughs> There's not a lot of fluff, not a lot of batter mm. so if, if you notice like in a regular chicken joy the there's this crispy signature crispy delicious chicken yeah, skin true. right with the batter mm. but the breakfast chicken wasn't didn't have a lot of that mm, batter true mm. yeah i think the ones that i've tried usually are crispy also so i don't know if it's because mm. it was spicy or because it was a breakfast chicken but mm. yeah, I think usually it is crispier than that. I have my theory. Which is? The breakfast chicken could be yesterday's unsold chicken. Right? <laughs> double deep fried. That's oh why my. the batter is gone. And that's why it was darker. Oh my God. Okay, this is just a theory. It's just my theory. Yeah. So, so please do not sue us because we are not... <laughs> We are not saying that that's true. Maybe, who knows, right? It's just a theory. Maybe, who yeah. knows, yes. Anyway, so that was our first stop, which was Jollibee. And even though the chicken was slightly different, I think you still enjoyed your meal, right? Especially since there mm-hmm. was a spaghetti. I did. Yeah. Okay. So after we went to Jollibee, we went to the peak. So the peak is yes. um, one of the popular tourist spots in Hong Kong. 
And it's called that because obviously it's at the peak. <laughs> I mean, it's one mm. of the higher, the higher spots, and people like to go there so that they could have a view of Hong Kong, right, with all the mm. the buildings surrounding the harbor, which is a very beautiful view, in fact. So we went there though because um, first we needed to collect the ticket to the bus, the big bus hop on hop off tour. Mm. So we collected it, and then the one who was giving the ticket was also a Filipino, right? So she was speaking Tagalog yes. to us and telling us, oh, in every 40, like every 10, 40, 11, 40, something like every 40th minute of the hour is when the bus would arrive. So she told us, yeah, you can come You can come for the, what was the time she said, 140 or something? Somewhere around. Yeah, and we were like, huh? Why, why would it take so long? But she said, but you're going to go up and you're going to enjoy yourselves there. And she was right, actually. <laughs> we were thinking, you know, we're not going to stay there that long, but we ended up doing it. So I'm going to explain why. And that's because um, when we went, we also bought tickets to the peak tram. So unlike the other trams, the normal trams around Hong Kong, this one is built differently because it goes up the side of the mountain. which is very steep, right? Like even though you're not climbing... <laughs> Peak, you feel you can really feel it that it's very steep, right? And then it's um yeah. they recently changed it. I don't remember when, but uh it's all brand new and it's like glass walls and roof, so you can actually mm. see all around, all around you. <laughs> all around. <laughs> yes. And then when you go up there, it will go up and you will see the view and it's very nice. And also you can use octopus again. To buy the tickets, mm. so that's why October yes. is very helpful. It was a little bit pricey, but the only the other option was you walking <laughs> uphill to the peak, which wasn't an option for us. It was too time consuming, and so we had to buy the tickets. We did have the option of buying a dual ticket, mm. one for the peak tram, and the other was for the sky terrace. Uh, yeah. Which was a total ripoff because <laughs> there's actually an adjacent building at the peak mm. where you have exactly the same view and it was for free. Uh -huh. So if you happen to be there, don't get the dual ticket with the Sky Terrace. It was a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. The peak uh, gallery. So that area is yes. like a mall or something. And then you can actually go there for free, as Ray mentioned. After, I even if, if you hike, it's totally free because. <laughs> but again, yeah, we did not have the time or, you know, the patience to do that. But a lot of people mm. actually do that. They can climb from the base. There are several ways to to hike up there. You can either kind of cheat and take the escalators, the mid-level escalators, all the way to, like, just before. I did that mm. before in 2000. Oh, wait, what year was it? 2021, I guess. And it was winter, so it's fine. You don't get as easily tired. Because if you yeah. go during summer, it's very hot. You will probably like, oh my God. Like uh, my boss actually came after Ray and Monica came and she did hike. I, I don't recall if she hiked all the way from where she hiked. But yeah, I think she didn't even get there all the way because uh, it was dark. She decided to do like a night climb. And then she was like, oh, it's too dark Ooh. already. <laughs> Ooh, no. So she only, she didn't go all the way up to the peak gallery. I think there was a place where you could do a view. I forgot what that road is called. And from there, she just took the tram and went back down. Yeah. Gotcha. I see. The peak tram experience was very unique in a sense that usually if you go up in a mountain, like here in Japan, mm. you wouldn't be in the middle of the city. You wouldn't be in the middle of a crowded urban ah, area. Mm -hmm. You would be somewhere remote. 
you take a maybe a gondola or uh, whatever it is, but it's not in the middle of a city uh, in Hong Kong. It was like literally buildings sprawling around you, and then you take a tram, and then boom, you're in the <laughs> peak of a mountain. It's like, huh? yeah, like what sorcery is this? <laughs> we just got transported to a uh, uh, kind of. Uh, the peak of a mountain, mm-hmm. but you're still in the heart of the city. So yeah, so it's good. Yeah, it's a nice view. One of the best views in Hong Kong really is of the harbor, where there are buildings surrounding that harbor, mm. so you can view it from yeah. there. But if you can't go there, you can also do a rooftop view, which we were planning to do, but somehow didn't get around to doing. So it was good that we mm. went to the peak instead, right? Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. highly recommend that you should do that. Go to the peak, mm. right? And then um, once yes. you get there, it's actually, what is that called? The Peak Galleria, right? So Yeah, we had lunch at Peak Galleria. Mm. It was around lunchtime. We didn't walk, but you know, we got hungry <laughs> going to the peak. And we tried roast goose at Ding's Roasted Goose and the Lox Soup Restaurant at the Peak Galleria. Mm-hmm. It was really good, but then... I think we ordered too much. <laughs> we ordered one of each, one, one uh, roast goose meal. Yeah, I think we, we did a roast goose leg. So that's one tip I have, which I got from my friend, which is if you're going to order roast goose, because roast goose is one of the Hong Kong delicacies, because ro- you can't find roast goose in a lot of countries, right? I don't know why, but if you do order roast goose, order the leg because there's more meat and it's not so like mm-hmm. a lot of small bones. That was that's my pet peeve with ordering goose usually. And then mm-hmm. it is good, but because it's fatty, it's fattier than yeah. and it's gamier, right? Than chicken, for yes. example. It's very delicious when you first bite into it, but after a while it's the umai factor, right? Or you easily yes. what's it what's umai in English actually? You uh, no idea. Yeah, but it, like you don't want to eat anymore because it feels too yeah. rich, something like that. Maybe the most English, the closest English expression to umai is oh my god. <laughs> That's <And> not. <laughs> <laughs> so a pro tip would be if you're going in a group, don't order roast goose leg each. Like just get one for the group and then order something in addition. So that you don't get the oh my god factor. To be fair, Ding's roasted goose, I don't know if this is one of the best roast goose in Hong Kong or whatever because uh, I think there are better ones. But you know, if you just want to try it, I think this is good enough, honestly. Cam's roast goose is popular. It's in Wan Chai. Joy Hing, I think, is also popular. So if you really are a foodie and you're very specific that you only want to try the like the, you know the best goose or whatever, you can go to these places. Or just go and Google and look for it. But yeah, if you just, you know, like us, then that's fine, right? Yeah. Mm. So one other thing that we did in the peak, um, because there's this thing that we do with our friendship group where we send postcards to each other from mm. different, you know, if we're traveling, right? So if, yes. if you want to send a postcard, then the peak is the perfect place to send it from because there is a mm-hmm. post office right there. And they sell postcards, but if you want more variety, I think they only had four designs, right? You can even buy it from outside. Oh, by the way, I just remembered something. We got lost inside the peak galleria. We didn't know where to exit from for some reason, remember? (laughs) They were too effective in keeping people inside the galleria, right? To to maybe buy some food or buy some products. Uh Yeah. Kudos to them Mm. for for making that. Yeah, I think we eventually managed to... 
to get out. But before that, we found the the post office, and then we went and bought postcards, and then you know mailed it off to Canada and Singapore. Mm-hmm. After that, we managed to find the exit, and then we took photos outside. We went down in time for the 1.40 p.m. big bus. Yeah, so uh, she was tour. right, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the big bus was bound for one of the islands, right? Mm, the um, Stanley, actually. The Stanley yeah. Market, mm. yes, Stanley Market. And we love the big bus tour because you're, you're given a free poncho, you're given a free headset as well mm. to listen in on history of Hong Kong yep. as you travel along. So, yeah, there were a lot of tidbits, um, history, his, historical facts and figures about Hong Kong, which I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, on the way to Stanley Market, for example, we passed by Repulse Bay. Dee, do you remember why it's called Repulse Bay? I don't recall why. Mm, according to Big Bus, I don't know how accurate this <laughs> okay. is. That area used to be a base for pirates. Oh, okay. So they would camp there. And they would hunt for maybe Chinese trade boats as they travel in and out of Hong Kong. Oh, no. So, which was very repulsive, but that wasn't the reason why it was called Repulse Bay. Uh-huh. Eventually, the Royal Navy got sick of these pirate bases, and so they came to the area and repulsed all of the pirates away. That's why it's called Repulse Bay. Really? Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this. Maybe I was not listening already at this portion. <laughs> because it rained, right? Like we were mm-hmm. while we were on. Okay, they do recommend that if you're on the hop-on-hop-off bus, it's better to take the seats at the top. Mm. Because that one can show you more views but then if it rains yes. it will also get rained on mm. luckily we put on our ponchos which they provided if you stay at the top deck of the bus please stay at the right hand side of the bus <laughs> yes <laughs> because at the left hand side you will see a lot of hanging branches mm. that will be potentially harmful and painful to you yeah. as you drive around yeah we were wondering why the entire left side there was like a taped over or something right that they're Mm. saying not to sit there but even on our side sometimes right maybe just once (laughs) yeah there were branches also some random branches yeah but it's not as bad as the left side yeah so that's a good Mm. tip so it's called big bus so i think you can just Mm. go online but i think i found our tickets through kluk or kluk or whatever it's called again Mm. yeah and then that's one of the stops you can actually go down at repulse bay if you want or if you have time Mm. but because it was raining it didn't make sense to go down there but it's a really nice beach though i mean not boracay or palawan level but people like to go there because it's convenient Mm. like even if you're not on a hop on hop off bus you can also take a bus to just go there so I have gone there before and people usually like to hang out there and we did see some people swimming, right, when we were passing by, but we didn't mm-hmm. go down, yeah. Yeah. But the last stop was Stanley. So this place has like a market. So if you're into that, you know, you can shop for souvenirs or anything really. There was even a Pinoy food stall there, right? <laughs> Randomly mm-hmm. yes. and then okay. And then I remember before I went there and then I bought a silk pillowcase. And it's quite nice. And they also have a mall and a lot of restaurants, really. I remember we had pizza there before or something and coffee. But then we were still full because, you know, we had just eaten Goose and Jollibee and all that. So we did not eat, obviously. And there's also like a lot of rocks. Yes, rock formations, yes. Near the sea. 
and then it's kind of is it orangey pink? I don't know how how to describe that color. Yeah, what kind of color is that? Yeah, maybe let's peachy go for orangey or pink. whatever orangey pink, peachy, peachy <laughs> whatever. So it's a nice backdrop. I would suggest that you can go there for that because Big Boss had two options actually. It was either a city tour, which is around Hong Kong Island, or the the Stanley one. And then Ray said, you know the. They, they would rather do the Stanley one because, you know, if you live in a city, going to another city is kind of boring, to be honest, right? It's mm. like, okay, it's the city again. We went back to the hotel to freshen up, mm. to prepare for the next trip, which was riding on a ferry to experience the Symphony of Lights at 8 p.m. every night in Hong Kong City, which was a little bit of a disappointment, to be honest. Like, they call it Symphony of Lights, mm-hmm. When a conductor is drunk, I think, is, is the proper title. Because the lights were nice. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it didn't look so coordinated. Like, there's a music. But then it's obvious that each of the buildings that you see has their own style. Mm. And didn't really go well with the others. So, I think calling it Symphony of Lights is a little bit of a stretch. I would say it was just music played over such that different buildings have a different light show, I would say, is a proper mm. terminology. So I wasn't. I, it, it was underwhelming for me. I, I was so excited for it. We took a ferry ride just to <laughs> witness it. But, but yeah, wasn't very impressed. Yeah, I think it's probably because we had high expectations. Mm. We had seen Songs of the Sea or something like that in Singapore. Yes. So I think that was what we were expecting. And then when we got there, okay, this is it. Where's the fire? Where's the fireworks? But it's nothing. (laughs) It's just the lights of the building. It is quite popular though. Like a lot, um, I think it's known. And that's why there were so many people, right? When we got there, it was very crowded, Mm -hmm. in fact. But yeah, just be warned that, you know, if you were expecting a lot, then (laughs) you'll be disappointed. But if you're going there anyway, because you wanted to see the Avenue of Stars, for example, then I suppose it's fine. And that's a good point, though. Like, be at the Avenue of Stars while the Symphony of Lights is, is going on because people are, like, flocking towards that direction and then the Avenue of Stars is empty. True. That is a good tip, Dean. Okay. That's what we did, right? <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. We're like, oh, screw this Symphony of Lights. Let's just go to the Avenue of Stars, yeah. which was rather empty. Yeah. And the ferry, by the way, I want to point out that the ticket was also free care of the big bus tour. So if you're going to book it, you have a free ferry ride. And I do encourage people to take the ferry ride because it's really nice. You get to see the harbor again, especially at night, right? You see the the lights on the water and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool. As for Avenue of Stars, so I guess it's kind of like you've heard of the stars in Hollywood. What is it called? In LA, right? The Hollywood stars or something. I don't know. Yes. So we were thinking it would be on the ground or whatever, but where's the stars? And instead, what they have is the handprints of their famous Hong Kong stars, but it's on the side, Mm. actually. It's on the railing. Yeah. Some famous stars there were like Jackie Chan. Chow Yun-Fat and my favorite director, John Woo. Yeah. And then you were trying to fit your hands into the Mm handprints and comparing... You realize that you had longer fingers than Jackie Chan, so for some reason. Oh yes, yes, that's right, that's right. You can compare yourself. Isn't that a little bit dangerous though? Like if your handprint is in there, then that means any person who gets a hold of your cell phone, for example, can copy your thumbprint and then open. Wait, did they actually have the you know actual ridges of the thumb? I don't think so, right? They did. I don't recall. 
I don't think so. I think they had. Did they? Or was it just a palm? Or maybe just a Yeah, palm. it was too dark to be able to see. Yeah, it was too dark. <laughs> and after the Avenue of Stars, we went to a nearby mall mm. to look for food. And we did. We went to a food court and we stumbled upon our Japanese friend who was also in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, very <So> funny. <laughs> very random. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Very serendipitous. So maybe that area definitely is a touristy area, right? Because why mm. did he end up there? And yes. I guess the reason for that is because it's right beside Avenue of Stars. And also K11 Museum Mall is one of the most beautiful malls in Hong Kong. Not just Hong Kong, I guess. Like anywhere. It's very rich, right? Like you remember the ceilings? There was very, this gigantic yeah. ball and it's very intricate. Very intricate, luxurious mm. feeling that I wouldn't probably buy anything. Yeah, and also the, sh- the shops are also <laughs> quite expensive. But at the basement, you can find a lot of food. So if you're hungry, you can just go down there. And usually it's crowded. Yeah, right. But when we went there, luckily, maybe it was late or something. It was okay. So it was okay. We, mm. we did manage to find a table quickly. So there's a lot of options. And then after that, we went home. Very Tito and Tita already. Like we didn't even go like to what's this called? Another popular place in Hong Kong is Lang Kwai Fong, right? It's the nightlife district. We didn't even mm. attempt to go there, even though nope. Wan Chai is too old for that. It's just one or two stations away. Instead, we went to the hotel and then we just ate bakehouse egg tart. So actually, I had bought this for them. So this is one of the popular egg tarts in Hong Kong from Bakehouse, and then so we ate that. Along with some chichiria or, you know, pasalubong from Japan that they brought. I think there was curry-flavored Pringles or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then we also had a free wine because Ray is a VIP at <laughs> Hotels.com. So yeah. he got a free bottle of wine, which was surprisingly good, right? It was red wine, but it, it wasn't was yes. It wasn't too sour, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we watched this random show about a suitcase killer. <laughs> we got too yes. invested in it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of suitcase killers, there is an actual suitcase killer in Hong Kong also. It was not the yes. one that, that was being shown on TV. That one actually happened in Wan Chai, which is quite near where I live. And I only found out about it because my colleague said, Oh, you live there? Don't you know that this condo, blah, blah, blah. So there's a suitcase killer. Okay, thanks for telling me, guys. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, so there was this guy who was a banker. And then he killed two ladies of the night. And then he stuffed Mm. uh, their bodies into a suitcase. That's why it's called. Okay, so this is morbid. This is probably Lagim podcast material. But... Mm-hmm. That actually mm-hmm. happens. Christine, if you're listening, please cover <laughs> the suitcase killer of Hong Kong. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, so we do have some morbid crimes. Okay, to be fair, don't be scared of coming to Hong Kong. That is like, you know, relatively not a lot of killers here, I would say. It's kind of like Singapore in terms of mm-hmm. safety. Yeah. You can go around and not be afraid for your life or for your belongings, actually. Mm. So I think it's relatively safe to come here. Even if you're doing like a solo trip as a woman, it's fine to come here, I would say. Unfortunately, there are still killers wherever you are, I guess. That's Mm. why I was surprised to find out about it. Because Hong Kong is very safe, usually. So Mm. that was very odd. The following day... We started off with the hotel breakfast. Mm-hmm. It was a buffet breakfast. It had traditional Hong Kong uh, cuisine. We had dim sum. We had, well, what else did we have? We had congee, bread, the works. Mm. So it was good. Uh, yeah, it was filling. Mm-hmm. So 
it served a purpose because we had a long day ahead of us. And the first stop was Causeway Bay, Ooh. right? It's an area for shopping districts. And we walked around Times Square and then we found this random coffee kiosk called Flash Coffee, mm-hmm. which served icy coconut latte. Now, why was it called Flash Coffee? Could it be <laughs> the barista would flash her coconuts? No. Oh my God, why? <laughs> but it was really good. It was it was a really good coconut latte. Mm-hmm. And I had the buku pandan flavor as well, mm. so very Asian. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, and it was very hot. It was very hot and humid day. The previous day, it was very rainy, but the next day, it was mm. very hot. So that's why we had icy mm. coconut latte. And then I was trying to look for a replacement for my wallet, actually, because you know how it is, right? Like you, you keep on growing in the number of credit cards you have and then all of a sudden your wallet is not enough mm. and your needs have changed and your wallet is no longer sufficient. And so I wanted, I have a very specific requirements for wallet, right? How many card holders, mm. what, what size mm. and all that. So we went to a random mall and then the first question they asked was, okay, so we want a wallet. What specific brand do you want? I was like, what? <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I don't care about the brand for as long as it answers my needs, mm. right? And then the choices of brands wasn't really very appealing to me. It was very expensive. Mm-hmm. It was a luxury outlet store. It was called Isa. So they have like Prada, Gucci. So those are really expensive, right? You were looking for something around Coach or something and they were not selling those. Yeah, those were brands that I couldn't pronounce, and that means I couldn't also afford. Okay. So we just walked away uh-huh. and took a bus going to the dark side of Hong Kong. Ooh, dark side. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the plan was to look for the original Tim Ho Wan when it all started. And we eventually went to that shop, but it was very crowded. Mm, There's a long queue. You don't want to wait in line outside. on a very hot and humid day, right? Outside, especially. So we just settled for Igets. <laughs> what is Igets? Igets is a. <laughs> what is Igets? Uh-huh. Not the Bisaya one, but the Hong Kong version is actually a street food mm-hmm. uh, made out of what was that? Just a batter, like waffle, but I would say formed in the shape of a small eggs. That's why it's called Eget. Yeah, like a lot of eggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. finds it very funny because Igets means something else in Bisaya. Yes. <laughs> Which you don't know if we And we won't we won't divulge here. <laughs> Just go do your own research what it gets is. Yeah, so after that we specifically looked for a team Hoan in an air-conditioned area which is in close proximity to a cinema. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> and we managed to find one somehow. Yes. So this team Hoan that we found was in a station in front of Elements Mall. So I think it's called West Kowloon Station, right? So this station uh, also has like uh, trains that go into mainland China. So there were a lot of tourists with luggage and such. And Ray was tempted to go to China, even though we don't have passports, man. We left them in the hotel. And besides, we don't have visas, remember? <laughs> Filipinos. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Filipino passport, oh my God, yeah. Need need a visa to go mm-hmm. anywhere else. And um, it was good, right? It was a good choice. Because the Timo one was close to a train station going to China, the Timo one was empty. Like there was... <laughs> yeah. There was an empty space because why would Chinese eat a dim sum? Mm. They have better ones uh, mainland. So we were, yeah, we had, was it table number one, right? We were <laughs> the 
the very first table, mm-hmm. which, which was good. And I love Tim Hoan mm. because it's dim sum. Mm. But then it's also a little bit dangerous because you would take a look at the menu. Some of them really reasonably priced. And then you keep on ordering because, okay, what's $10 there? What's $10 here? And then all of a sudden, you end up with a very fat bill. But yeah, but it, it was good. It was I, I really enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed Konji. Uh, what else did we have? We had a siumai. We had the custard. Uh, my favorite is the baked buns. A baked buns as well, of course. Yeah. I think I was not such a huge fan of the liver thing. I thought I would like it, but there's more noodle than <laughs> liver, mm-hmm. so not really for me. And the thing is, Team Hoan. Although we do have Team Hoan in the Philippines and in Singapore, but Team Hoan, I think is is really a Hong Kong brand, right? And it's popular because it's a Michelin starred dim sum. Mm-hmm. So. It's not so expensive as well. So if you really are on a budget, you can go there and just make sure not to order too many, right? <laughs> and also each uh, serving has three portions. So we realized that you were the perfect number, right? Because that, mm-hmm. that way we each had one item of whatever it is that we chose to order. So it was good. And we were glad we went there where there was no mm-hmm. queue, <laughs> right? Yes. And Jollibee now owns Team Hoan as well. So <laughs> all is well. <laughs> And then the reason why we wanted to watch a movie was because originally our plan was to have a food trip, remember? But then it was so hot. Yes. They said, you know what? Why don't we mm. find something to do indoors? <laughs> because it's mm. way too hot and humid. It's not just the heat. It's the humidity in Hong Kong that will kill you. It's, yeah. you know, every time you go outside, even for just a few minutes, you feel like taking a shower again because it just really saps. Mm your energy and all that. So we decided to find a cinema and we saw this poster anyway of the movie called The Haunting in Venice, which is part three of a series of films that's centering yeah. around Hercule Poirot, yeah. uh, detective uh, in the Agatha Christie books. So yes. yeah, so we went to see it. I think it was good, right? The start was very dragging. Uh, I literally fell asleep in the first five minutes of the movie until some of the sound effects were... Kind of loud enough to wake oh, me up. God. And then, yeah, kept me on the hook. Middle part was really good uh, towards the end as well. Kept you guessing. What's the... interesting about it is it's a mix of genres, right? It's a mystery and a horror film. Mm-hmm. It has like horror feels to it, right? It's very dark. And also you might fall asleep because it's very dark. The setting. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, tired from the heat of Hong Kong, so... Yeah, so we enjoyed that. And we walked around Elements Mall, which is another fancy mall where we couldn't yes. find anything that we could buy <laughs> because everything is yes. expensive. Very expensive. Mm-hmm. So we went somewhere that wasn't expensive, yes. which is Mong Kok. We went to Mong Kok indeed. And how do you describe Mong Kok? It's like Bangkok and Hong Kong married together, right? So Mong Kok. <laughs> <What a> <laughs> And we went for a random <laughs> coffee shop in Mong Kok. Uh, it's a Cha Chan Tang. And we ate the pineapple bun yeah. without any pineapples <laughs> on it, which was yeah, a ripoff. I don't know. But yeah, it was interesting. It was a very good bread. Mm. Like It was freshly baked, so it was still hot mm. and warm. It was really good. And then I had the black pepper spaghetti. So. Just because he likes spaghetti. Oh, yeah. I love spaghetti. <laughs> so he ordered that. And I think there was something else. There was a third Thing. Oh yeah, we had a dessert. Remember the sweet? It was some kind of like um French toast. Ah yes, yes. That was good also. Hong Kong toast maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's not French, right? <laughs> yes. 
it was just a random chachan thing, but we noticed that there were a lot of locals inside, so we thought it must be good. Mm. So I think that yes, it was. That should be your key. And then after that, we went to Ladies Market, which was nearby. So it's this market is very popular because they sell a lot of items. I would say counterfeit items. It's like the Visoria or yes. Green Hills in the Philippines. Yeah, if you're into that, if you're into brands, but then have a limited budget, mm-hmm. then you know, Ladies Market is the place to be. Your go-to place, <laughs> and then guys are welcome. The ladies, yeah, market, so, <laughs> just for ladies. They do have a lot of things, mm-hmm. not just bags, right? And also they have male yeah. bags and male wallets. And Ray still did not find the wallet that he wanted there, but nope. And if you are into anime, they have a lot of action figures there as well for some reason. I don't know why. We were trying to look for handkerchiefs, but they didn't have them. We did end up buying them in this other mall at the end of the ladies' market. forgot the name of the Mm -hmm. mall. There was a Daiso in there. And the reason why I was looking for handkerchief was because earlier it was very hot. I wiped my sweat with uh, tissue paper (laughs) and there was white pieces stuck to my face. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You need handkerchief in Hong Kong if you plan on traveling. We went back to Wan Chai, so we took the train going back, and then we passed by Li Tung Avenue, yep. which, which had a lot of lanterns. So it was there's some form of a festival. It was very festive, very colorful, very bright. It was very interesting. And then there are a lot of shops on the way as well. Yep. And then there was a pawn shop that had a post set that says, Hulugan, pwede hulugan or something. Which is quite funny because that is a Tagalog word. So why is mm-hmm. it there? <laughs> so it seem it would seem like the market for uh, layaway plans for uh, jewelry or uh, at pawn shops is Filipino. Yes. So hulugan, pwede hulugan. But yeah, if you are in Wan Chai, it's a good idea to go through Litong Ab. Aside from that, there's also a street. There's like a Wan Chai market near there as well, mm. um, where they sell a lot of goods also. Not like ladies market, I suppose. It's like a literal wet market. And also they sell mm. other stuff. Like, for example, wigs. For some reason, Wan Chai market is famous for this stall that sells a lot of wigs. How come we didn't go there? I would have bought one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I I'm one. sorry. I should have brought you there but yeah mm-hmm. that's the place for costumes and also party stuff it's a lively mm-hmm. place so you can also go there yeah and then after that we went and got a foot massage right it was <laughs> how we la- that was our last stop because we were tired from all the walking that's why we thought mm-hmm. we should randomly book foot massages and it was really nice but for some reason, we felt very itchy afterwards. What was that about? Very weird, right? I don't know. Maybe some allergic reaction to the oils that they've used, mm. or it could be something else. But then the the ladies doing the the masseuse, right? Mm. They were chit chatting in Cantonese. So it was like I wanted to relax. I wanted to kind of like just listen to the background music, but they were chit chatting. I was trying to decipher what they were talking about, <laughs> but I was clueless in Cantonese. So, so yeah. That was it. Mm, yeah. And then I think you, we had a problem. Why is it that the end, right? They would like do that thing where they do something like that to your foot, but it was only on one side. You're saying it wasn't balanced. Yeah, that was so <laughs> random. Like they were doing this thing with your feet, right? Mm-hmm. But then they were only doing it in one side. So was it because we only paid for 50%? Did we get a 50% discount? No, I that? don't think so. Massage? We didn't, right? No. So it was really random. It's like... Mm-hmm. 
she was saying okay it's done she's like oh, you only did that to my right foot like what's going on <laughs> the next day was our day to go back to to japan but then before heading to the airport we actually went to an outlet mall in tungchung it's called the city gate outlet mall mm. so it was good it was really massive there, there were a lot of shops But then, yeah, so I was specifically looking for a wallet and I did find a wallet of my liking there and it was interesting. Mm. And then it was cheaper. Going to Sungchung is not express, so it was cheaper going directly to the airport. Mm-hmm. And then from Citygate Outlet Mall, it's actually very close to the airport, so you can just Uber mm. uh, after your shopping there. Okay. So if you have some hours to spare maybe before going to the airport maybe you can drop by city gate outlet mall it was it was worth the trip and we bought two items so right yeah okay and you managed to find a wallet that was not overly expensive right like at the other it was one was not overly expensive and it doesn't scream the brand so uh-huh. what i don't like about other branded stuff is they want to force advertise they wanna <laughs> advertise all the brands like there there's a lot of cc cc or uh-huh. there's a lot of Horse, 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 horse. Like, I just, I just want it plain and simple. Uh-huh. Yeah, got it. If if you want to put the brand, just keep it really subtle, mm-hmm. and, and that's yeah. I I found something that's that cool. fit my wants. Yeah. So, I, other things that I would be able to recommend, like that we didn't get to try because we were supposed to be doing them, and then we changed. You know, we didn't have mm. time to do it or whatever. Is some of them I did with my boss when she was here last Monday. So we went to this um, restaurant in Lama Island. So it's called Rainbow Seafood Restaurant. So it's a very plain restaurant, but then they sell like live seafood in aquarium tanks. They do have this in Shamsuipo. We were going to go there initially, but then we were too full or something. We already ate. At some random place in Mongkok. Mm. So anyway, you can go to either Shamshoipo or to this Lama Island. But the good thing about Lama Island is it's an island, right? So you go ride a ferry. And this restaurant, they provide free ferry rides to their patrons. Or if you mm. cannot do that, um, because it was too full, I think in the end we just rode the fe- uh, different ferry ourselves. You can take it from Central. For some reason, I'm very skeptical about live aquarium restaurants. <laughs> why? I think you mentioned this, but can you tell them why? <laughs> Did they actually show you that they cook? No, no. So you think that they were just scheming and did not cook the thing? Yeah. So you would choose, mm. right? What fish and what prawn, mm. what lobster. I have a feeling that they will just <laughs> take something from the refrigerator. <laughs> And cook that instead. Oh my god! Maybe I don't know. You're yeah. too skeptical. Maybe not. I mean, we didn't choose a specific mm. one anyway. So uh, we just said, "Oh, we want to order this." Oh, what we ordered was called a squilla, which is actually like a kind of uh... squilla, like a school, right? Sini squilla. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 no, it's not. So sine squila is very bisaya. So it's a kind of mantis shrimp. So even though it's a shrimp, it's actually very big. It's like kind of the same size as a lobster. I see, I see. So shrimp squila, not a sine squila. Yeah, and then they also have flower crabs and mussels, etc. So my boss is like so into seafood for some reason. She knows that mantis shrimp is not found in a lot of countries. Like she mentioned, I forgot which countries, like Hong Kong, 
in Malaysia. So they don't have it in Singapore, for example. So she wanted to try it. So we went there. It's less than an hour for the ferry from Central to go there. And then it's very nice because you actually see the ocean. So it's very relaxing. There's a sea breeze. It's not a fancy restaurant. It's like a very plain restaurant with these tables and whatnot. You know, like a karinderia in the Philippines, kind of like that. Mm. But then you you choose that and then they cook the squilla in garlic and salt. So it's very good, mm-hmm. very tasty. And after that, we took the ferry, the free ferry this time going to... We were supposed to go down to Central. And, and then I didn't realize that the ferry also goes to Chimsha Choi because we really wanted to go to Chimsha Choi afterwards, right? And then we didn't get off at the right spot. And then we ended up, hey, I think we're going to TST anyway, so it's good, right? Because we don't need to pay another ferry to go there because... <laughs> Anyway, point is, make sure to go down at the right spot where you're supposed to go down. But anyway, we, yes. we went down to Tim Sachoy. So, the good thing about TST is the view. It has a better view, I think, of the seaside. Like, we went there. When, if you don't want to see the lights, we did not do that. But we went to this restaurant called Aqua. They also have a bar. So, if you, you don't want to spend too much because it can be quite pricey, you can just go there for a drink or something. It has a very good view of the ocean or the harbor, the harbor right? Yeah. So you can go there and have a drink, have your picture. And for some reason, there was a band at the restaurant below <laughs> below the aqua. Yeah. And was singing. Well, they were singing Cantonese. But then I recognized one of the tunes. It's like a Filipino song. You know, isang tanong, isang sagot ka lang ang akin. I said, how come this sounds like that song? But it's in mm-hmm. Cantonese. Very in weird. Cantonese, I see. It was a, I, I think, missed opportunity, right? They should have played aqua songs. <laughs> but it's not theirs, right? It's the restaurant downstairs. Ah, okay. I don't know. It was a, it was a okay. Cantonese restaurant. Anyway, so that's something that I would recommend also a rooftop. We were su- supposed to go to a rooftop mm. bar in Causeway Bay on yeah, the first yeah. night or something, but then we were too tired or whatever. Mm. <laughs> so we decided to stay at a hotel instead. So yeah, I think you can do that while in Hong Kong. What else do I recommend? Yeah, definitely get on a ferry or on a junk boat if you can. Just, just because it's nice to get on the water. Um, there's a lot of other stuff, right? Like the Buddhas. Um, there's also obviously Disneyland and um, Ocean mm. Park. So I think that's it really for a short trip to Hong Kong. And I'm sure there are like a lots of other, you know, articles. But if you're going here and you need tips... Or something, feel free to message us on Instagram or Facebook or email. Yeah. Note that Hong Kong is now completely open. They've dropped all of the COVID restrictions and they are Mm. trying their best to get the people to come back, basically. So they're giving freebies and whatnot. And, you know, you might be one of those people who will get those freebies. And if you ever want to see me for some reason, I'm open to that if I'm free or during the time that you're here. Why not, right? Yes. Or if you want a personalized guided tour of a Banana Q podcast host, then D will be what? available for uh, the short sum of 10,000 Hong Kong dollars <laughs> oh per God. hour. <laughs> <laughs> Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. Okay, our first cutie is Mind of Mikey, and he left a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, funny and relevant. And he said, I'm traveling to the Philippines next month, and I thought I would look for podcasts to learn a little bit about the culture. I was lucky to find Banana Q. 
The topics are relevant and the hosts are very funny. It is very informative to get a native perspective. I want to be respectful of the culture on my visit. I have only listened to a handful of episodes but I feel like I have learned a lot already. I have often found myself laughing out loud. Highly recommend. Wow, thank you so much, oh, Mikey. That's so nice. Yeah. So sweet, mind of Mikey. Mm-hmm, yeah. And yes, we are natives. <laughs> we are natives. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, we are. And it's right. good though that, that you know, we are helping mm-hmm. people out, the, those who mm-hmm. are not Filipinos as well. Are, yes, and our you know, culture. Thank you. Yeah. Very, very thoughtful response, Mikey. And we have another Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Heck, who sent us a message via Facebook. And he said, Hi, Banana Q. I just wanted to send a cutie minute asking, What is the most beautiful natural place you have visited in the Philippines? Personally, I would say Sagada and the Seas of Clouds. Ooh. The show is great. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Mike Heck. Sagada and the Seas of Clouds. I haven't, I haven't been, been there. Now I want to go because <laughs> what he said. <laughs> no. Mm, we probably will follow your recommendation, Mike, and be there. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm very biased towards Cebu, right? Because that's my hometown. Mm-hmm. And maybe the White Sand Beach of Malbol is my recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I like it because aside from the White Sand Beach, really clear blue seas, just a few meters away from the shore, you can actually go diving already. It's a very... Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, very convenient for divers and for non-divers as well. Like if you just, you know, you like snorkeling near the shore, that is an available option for you as well. And the view is very nice, very beautiful and very clean, I would say. I don't know how is it now, but from what I remember, it was very clean and beautiful. Mm, yes, good. White Sand Beach of Mualboa, Basdaku and Basdiut. Those are the names of the beach or something. Oh, okay. That's very... Okay. <laughs> because the sand is big, Basdako, or if you want small sand, Basdio. Uh, okay. Nice, nice. So, for me, my answer is also a beach. I guess we just love the beach. It's um, El Nido Palawan. Um, mm. Yeah, I love going there and, you know, the water is so clear and there's these areas that you can climb where it's like kind of like this rocky areas it's jutting out of the ocean or something and then you could mm-hmm. take photos and also the tour guides are very helpful right they would take photos of you like when we were there there was this guy who was doing the climbing and we were scared that he would like die or something like, you know he would fall off but he was doing all this just to be able to take really good photos of us so obviously we gave him good tips after that but yeah I think it's really nice it was very beautiful so for me that is my recommendation I would rather go there. I mean, I would recommend El Nido Palawan over Boracay because I think it's more, in terms of nature, I think it's more beautiful yes. for me. Yeah. Yeah, beach indeed. Yes. Awesome. Right. So, thank you very much for those comments and please keep them coming. And if you enjoyed this mm-hmm. episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening to right now. And please also give us a five-star rating. Just like Mind of Mikey did. And that's it for now. Bye. Bye.